This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Monday, September 16th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The Annapolis police are looking for a flasher in downtown historic Annapolis. On Friday morning at 3.40 a.m., you do the math on that one, a female victim reported that she was parked along Cornhill Street in downtown Annapolis when a male suspect approached the vehicle on foot. He exposed his genitals and touched himself. The woman did drive away from the area, reported it to the police. The police went and searched the area, but they didn't find anybody. So if you're downtown in Annapolis at 3.40 a.m., which brings up all sorts of questions, watch out for the Cornhill Street flasher. Some disturbing news out of Maryland Hall. On Saturday afternoon, a statement was released from Maryland Hall saying that President and CEO Margaret Davis has left the organization effective immediately. It was a really weak statement in that Maryland Hall board said, Maryland Hall thanks Margaret for her leadership for the past two years and wishes her the best. And Margaret said, I'm proud of what the staff board and I have accomplished together in a short period of time, including new programs, audience development, increases in revenue, and establishing the Michael E. Bush Center for the Arts at Maryland. Hall, I wish the organization well. They will begin a search for a new president and CEO this fall, and in the meantime, Emily Garvin, who is Maryland Hall's chief creative and operations officer, will serve as acting president. Methinks something is up there, and I will have a little bit of an opinion on that in just a little bit. Hey, Navy football on Saturday. Oh my gosh, Malcolm Perry was the star of the game. He was responsible for six touchdowns, accounted for 307 yards of offense, and Navy absolutely trounced the East Carolina University Pirates 42-10 to at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. Now, Perry's six touchdowns puts him in second place behind Keenan Reynolds, who had seven in 2014. ECU never seemed to get their defense or offense in gear with Navy, putting 14 points on the board in each of the first three quarters. ECU only answered with a field goal in the second quarter and a touchdown in the fourth, with about 13 minutes left on the clock. Navy does have a fairly difficult schedule coming up, so hopefully they can keep their momentum going. The next game for the midshipmen is in Tennessee, where they take on Memphis, and it's a rare Thursday night game on September 26th. Memphis is a tough team. They now sit at 3-0 for the season after delivering a 42-6 shellacking of South Alabama on Saturday. That Thursday night game actually kind of works in the mid's favor, giving them a few extra days to prepare for their October 5th when they return home to Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium to take on Air Force at 3.30 p.m. Now, Air Force is a critical game for Navy in their quest for the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy. And if you're interested in some great pictures from the Navy game, check out ionanapolis.net. Glenn Miller was on the field for us, and he's got some fantastic pictures. Kind of scary for some businesses in Anne Arundel County. Any of the GameStop stores, including those in Glen Burnie, Hanover, Annapolis, Smyrna Park, Fort Meade, and Gambrels, are under the threat of closing after an earnings call on September 10th. Their CFO, Jim Bell, said this chain is going to be shuttering 180 to 200 stores globally by the end of 2019. And he said that total sales for GameStop declined $315.4 million in the second quarter of 2019. That's a 14% decline. I might suggest that is a result of streaming. 
From streaming to sailing, the Pride of Baltimore II has sailed over 275,000 nautical miles since she was commissioned in 1998. She's visited more than 200 ports in 40 countries, and now she's coming home to Baltimore. Pride of Baltimore II is going to be sailing into Baltimore on Saturday the 21st, sometime between 9 and 10. So if you're down here in Annapolis at the Bay Bridge very early morning, it'll be a pretty spectacular sight. She'll be welcomed into Baltimore by cannon fire from the USS Constellation, and she'll dock at the Broadway Pier for a welcoming ceremony. They will have free deck tours both on Saturday and Sunday, and the Bride of Baltimore, too, set sail as the Goodwill Ambassador for the State of Maryland and the City of Baltimore back in 1988. She was a replacement for her predecessor, the Pride of Baltimore, which was lost in a storm in the Atlantic in May of 1986. So welcome back, Pride of Baltimore, too. Hey, and tonight, there are very few tickets left, and you may want to go to RamsHeadOnStage.com and snag them up if you are a fan of local music or The Pretenders and Chrissy Hind. This is the last show of the sixth year for In the Vein Of, which is the AMFM's tribute to iconic artists. This time, it is In the Vein of The Pretenders. It gets underway tonight at Ramshead on Stage. The doors open at 7, the show starts at 8, and AMFM has contributed over $65,000 to musicians in need over the time. Fantastic organization and it's always a good night at Ram's Head. Some of the local bands that are going to be performing tonight are A Hoodoo Few, Charles Cabusi, Dan Haas, East is East, the Gina Coco Trio, Johnny Monet Band, Meg Murray, Pretty Big Deal with Michael K, PJ Thomas and the Atom Bums, the Monuments, Vicky Nova, and the Z Band. And don't forget they also have their all-star finale, which is also a lot of fun. Tickets are 30 bucks. I do suggest you go get them pretty quickly because they are going to go pretty quick. They're very close to being sold out. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. If you are someplace where you can leave us a review or a recommendation, please do that. And if it's a five-star, that's all the better. Let all your friends, family, colleagues, and co-workers know about us. And other than that, hang tight. We've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just a minute. And I also have a little bit of an opinion on that Maryland Hall thing. September 28th, the second annual Twist and Stout Festival at Quiet Waters Park along the shores of the South River. Twist and Stout, a Maryland wine, craft, beer, food, and arts festival presented by the Anne Arundel County Department of Recreation and Parks along with the Maryland Wineries Association. Sample dozens of craft beers and Maryland wines. There's music all day starring the Groove Spot Band along with the Naptown Brass Band and Vertigo Red. Watch the Plein Air Painters and shop dozens of artisans, crafters, and food trucks. Tickets are on sale now at twistandstout.org. That's T-W-I-S-T-A-N-D-S-T-O-U-T dot org. September 28th, Twist and Stout at Quiet Waters Park. Noon till 6. Tickets at twistandstout.org. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, September 16th. After a nice day yesterday across the Annapolis region, it'll be sunny and hot today to start the work week with highs 88 to 94 degrees. But it'll only be a one-day return to heat and humidity as a refreshing area of high pressure will move in from the north, setting up the rest of the week to be exceptionally nice weather-wise with tons of sunshine each day and daily highs of 75 to 82 degrees. And looking ahead, the weekend looks nice as well, but possibly warmer again with highs each day back in the mid-80s to maybe near 90. Okay. 
Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. When a ring from the United States Naval Academy comes into Zachary's for a center stone, it always makes us wonder, where's this one going? Where's this one been? A nuclear sub in the North Atlantic? A carrier deck in the South Pacific? The moon? 52 astronauts are Academy graduates, from Iwo Jima to Okinawa, Corregidor to the Coral Sea, Midway to the Persian Gulf, Congress to the White House. These rings go where America goes. 73 that went to war were awarded the Medal of Honor. But wherever they go, wherever they may serve, our admiration goes with them. Zachary's. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. More than a jewelry store, a jeweler. So many different stories in the news, and everyone has an opinion. Here's ours. Well, the shocker this weekend wasn't Navy football on Saturday, not by a long shot. That distinction goes to Maryland Hall, who sent out a statement at 2.30 p.m. announcing that their president and CEO, Margaret Davis, was done. Gone. Out of there. Effective immediately. Wow. Well, let me be the first to say that the statement was a bullshit of a statement on both parts. We want to thank her for her service and wish her well. And I thank them for the opportunity and wish them the best. Yada, 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 yada. Said absolutely nothing. Now, without knowing the inner machinations of what happened, I have to think that Marilyn Hall is making a big mistake, either in firing her or letting her leave. I don't think it's money. I'm sure the job is not some high-paying corporate gig and she didn't get the raise that she wanted. This is a nonprofit after all. Margaret Davis was hired after a four-month search by a professional search firm. She has 30 years of nonprofit experience, including a $16 million campaign for the Ravina Festival, which is the summer home for the Chicago Symphony. Margaret, on paper, had what it takes to wrap up the second act of fundraising, which she did, and spearhead the third act of fundraising in Maryland Hall's capital campaign. So what was it? My guess is that it's a traditional board-slash-CEO dispute that you see in the corporate world. Margaret's a strong woman, and from the two times we recorded podcasts with her, you can tell that she had a vision and was laser-focused on that vision. Fundraising was underway for the final portion of the capital campaign to renovate and expand Maryland Hall. New and exciting acts, exhibits, and courses were being offered, and Maryland Hall was now expanding into the community beyond the brick walls of 801 Chase Street. Maryland Hall was coming to the people, as well as having the people come to them. In my experience, a 22-member board is a recipe for disaster. There is little chance of consensus and a great chance for dissent. Toss in puckered old Annapolis and, well, you probably get something like what happened on Saturday. Annapolis is generally resistant to change, and I guess that's a little bit of an understatement. And let's be clear, Margaret Davis was affecting change at Maryland Hall, much like Linnell Bowen did for 21 years as she led the change from a decommissioned high school into a leading arts organization in the county. I suspect if you look at the list of board members, you might get an idea of where the opposition originates. Heaven forbid a strong, capable, and successful by all indications woman butt heads or disagree with someone that sits on a plum board in Annapolis. 
Perhaps the right egos were not massaged, or perhaps the right asses were not kissed. I'm not sure we'll ever know, but one thing is for sure. I think the Maryland Hall board is a collective fool for letting in whatever it was get that far. But then again, this is Annapolis, three steps forward and two steps back. And that's what I'm thinking today. Suicide prevention starts with everyday heroes like you. Join us Saturday, September 21st at the Navy Marine Corps Stadium in Annapolis as we walk to fight suicide. Be a part of the movement turning hope into action. Funds raised will benefit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Register today at AFSP.org slash Annapolis. Together, we can help stop suicide. Go to AFSP.org slash Annapolis. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.